0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's a big, weird, wild world out there, folks, and here we stand. Al Piedel Canyon ready for anything, I'm Rob, that's a natch, and you're listening to... The Bravo Show! I need to edit the introduction, natch. <laughs> I don't have enough air to get through the introduction. How you doing, boys and girls? It's Wednesday! Pa-pa-pa-pa! We made it! We're halfway through the week, friends. We're halfway through the week. Um, where was I yesterday? Well, Richard Vaughn took over the studio. So, there is, if you're if you not currently listening to the podcast, my friends, there is a fresh episode from yesterday, ready for you. It was a fascinating show, Nat. Yesterday's unpopular opinion was, everybody should use they, them pronouns. <laughs> and you know what, everyone said no. No, 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 they like it, don't like change. Um, yeah, but you should listen to the show because I think I put up a good argument, but people were too resistant to change. Let's see how I do today, right, folks? Um, a big good morning to Born to Iron Man, Eugene Min, Pedro from Instagram, The Bridge, and all the good people joining me in the live audience today on barra forward slash professional bohemian. That's Bohemio Profesional, pero in inglés. All right, I thoroughly tortured the elves this morning and, um, and they gave me a show, friends, directly to me for you. Okay, so here we go. Um, I asked a hundred humans to name a place where you're asked to turn off your cell phone. Nombra un lugar donde te pinan que apagues el móvil. Apagues el móvil. Oh, apagues, apagues. 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 Spanish. I've only been here 20 years, you know what I mean? You've got to give me a little room to maneuver. <laughs> if if anything for our uh, our international listeners, see? You don't need a mastery of the language. You don't have to worry about making a fool of yourself. Look at me. And then in uh, and then in today's complete the news, we'll uh, find out why a German couple got married in McDonald's. <laughs> it's a good one. It's a good one match. Um, And then we have, of course, in the first half of the show, an amazing, unpopular opinion. Cities should uh, prioritize pedestrians and cyclists or drivers of patinete, like our our dear Oracle over there. They should prioritize pedestrians over cars. Um, Yeah, las ciudades deben uh, dar prioridad a los uh, peatones stats. I needed to calm down. now, That was my problem. Too many coffees. Um, sobre los coches. There you go. Um, good morning, Mero. Good, uh, Vero, good morning, Mr. Cruzando. But I'll tell you what, guys. I'm here. You're here. Let's um, do some cleanup and find out what's going on in the world. Guys, there will be no live show again tomorrow on the radio. If you're a radio listener. Oh, two things you can do to solve that problem. Number one, you can subscribe to the podcast on all good podcast directories. Um, or you can come and join us on Professional Bohemian on twitchtv forward slash Professional Bohemian. And tonight at 6 p.m., we have another controversial Probo show after dark. Woo! It's a hot one today. I think the last one we swayed to the political left. This time we're going to sway to the political right. And we're going to do... Um, uh, we're gonna do um, we're gonna do something about voting. I don't want to spoil it, but that's coming up later on today. Natch. I'm on air for three and a half hours today. I think that qualifies me as a reality TV star, right? <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's continue. So, some news, um, some interesting news. Here we go. The SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission. Um, it's nearly unavoidable. That AI will cause a financial crash within a decade, the SEC head says. El jefe del SEC. Um, Yeah, so, it's casi inevitable, it's nearly unavoidable that artificial intelligence, que la inteligencia artificial provoque um, a financial crash. I don't know how he said that. Would you say... Quiebra financiera? Mm, yes. Oh, ho, 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 nivelazo. With these nivelazos, you're really spoiling me today. <laughs> um, en una década. Según el jefe de la SEC. I don't know how he said that one in Spanish. So, yeah, Gary Gensler, the head of the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, warned that the integration of artificial intelligence in financial services could lead to a market crash within the next decade. He emphasized the potential risks associated with the widespread reliance on AI models by financial institutions, suggesting these models could contribute to economic instability. All right, so I read this headline, which was, by the way, I think from Forbes. Um, No, from uh, Business Insider. Um, It's uh, The Market the stock market section of Business Insider. Do you know what this sounds like to me, Natch? This sounds like rich people scared. <laughs> Do you remember our show about um, replacing politicians with AI? Okay, and the fact because right now they're not they, they are not incentivized to um, uh, to introduce policies like a universal basic income. They're not incentivized to, you know, implement things to assure that people will have enough money um, when the job market inevitably shrinks due to the inclusion of AI, okay? They're not incentivized, so let's replace them with AI. Let's let's give them an incentive to work for us. So that was my argument for that unpopular opinion. Seems like um, the introduction of AI models in the financial markets are worrying our stock market friends. Uh Uh-oh. (laughs) This sounds to me like some fear-mongering. There'll be a stock market crash. (sighs) According to Warren Buffett, he could hire monkeys to um, be market analysts, and it would make no difference. So why would AI cause a stock market crash, you know? Come on, go home, SEC, you're drunk. Let's see what people are saying in the chat. Veros says, good morning, beautiful warriors around the universe. Mr. Crusando, good morning, guys. Uh, The Bridge says, I love this hump. This hump? This hump? Isn't that a Black Eyed Peas song or something? I don't know. Um, Hello there, says Ronnie. Um, The Bridge, Rob, but making a fool of yourself is not the point. The key is aspiring to be the best at whatever you do. be it a twerp or whatever i am i am i feel like you know i feel like i'm uh, i'm doing well at being the best idiot possible <laughs> um so there you go that's news from the sec sounds like a little panic mongering i think our financial bros are worried about um being entirely replaced by artificial intelligence which i believe artificial intelligence could do pretty um pretty effectually I, think, I, I don't think there'd be any any difference other than um, a bunch of rich people being slightly less richer. <laughs> uh, let's move on to Netflix. Netflix. Um, Netflix plans to open brick and mortar locations. Do you understand that phrase, Natch? Brick and mortar? Kind of means physical, um, physical locations. I don't think you have a, a comparable phrase in Spanish. Netflix planea abrir locales físicos. I think you would say brick and mortar locations. Kind of a frase. Am I teaching English? Sorry, something something wrong with me. Um, Netflix, known for its online streaming, is taking a surprising step by planning to open real-world stores called Net, uh, Netflix House in 2025 aiming to offer a mix of shopping, food, and live shows related to its TV series and movies. This big move is like creating mini theme parks for Netflix fans, allowing people to experience the worlds of their favorite shows and movies in a new way. What this is, is Netflix trying to kind of capitalize on the idea that Walt Disney had, creating Disneyland, or Richard Vaughn had, creating Town. (laughs) You're not having a physical representation of, of their brand, which is ephemeral. At the time, before Disney had a theme park, there was no kind of physical kind of thing you could touch that represented the company. So they created a land, and there you go. You want to be immersed in Disney? Well, Netflix um, wants to be involved in that uh, in that movement too. How do you? Would you go to Netflix Land or? Netflix house, Natch, would that be something that you would no, interest? No. no right? mm-hmm. Casa de papel. You know? Would you, what would you do in the car? If Fusola Corbero were there, bueno. maybe making some for <laughs> me. You know, you could go and see the professor, find out what's going to happen in the next 20 years. Because <laughs> yeah. he's got it all planned. <laughs> to give you advice. <laughs> investment. <laughs> yeah, weird. I don't know. Um, seems odd for a company that has only just recently become financially viable. I mean, they, they ran a, a complete loss for the longest time. I believe now after the the password crackdown, they're actually um, making money again. So now you're making money. What are we going to do? We're going to spend it all. Yay. <laughs> um, uh, that, Rob, is something I always say to Cristobal, says uh, The Bridge. Ronnie says, like Blockbuster. Yeah. Interesting. Did you guys know that Blockbuster almost bought Netflix? There was a time when Netflix. And I don't know how old you are if you're listening. Judging by my, um, <laughs> judging by the demographics I see on my uh, podcast downloads, most of you are between thirty-five and or twenty-five and and fifty-five or thirty-five and fifty-five. So you guys already know this, but if you're younger listening to the show, um, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix. Netflix used to be like a, like a Blockbuster, a video rental store. But instead of having a physical location, they would send you a DVD in the mail, and then you would send it back to them. And, um, and, and yeah, and they refused. Blockbuster famously, um, famously lost all their money, went bankrupt, closed all their stores, and Netflix is one of the biggest streaming giants in the world. So it's a weird, a weird move that they're kind of taking a leaf out of Blockbuster's book and saying, no, come, come, you can buy food here and maybe even rent movies. <laughs> um okay and finally finally in the news. Natch, we weren't live yesterday. I pre-recorded the show on Monday night. We weren't live. Do you know what um what anniversary it was yesterday? An important one, can you guess? Yes, I I watched it on Twitter. Yes. Well it was Tony Stark. Yes. Okay, dude. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Give yourself a Nivela. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Buy a Nivela. For those of you who don't know, yesterday was Tony Stark's the anniversary of Tony Stark's. Well, not actually the date and day yeah, of well Tony's. Yeah, yeah, of Tony Stark's death. <laughs> yeah, this is coming from um, this is coming from Yahoo News. R.I.P. Tony Stark. Um, Iron Man officially dies today, according to the M um, MCU timeline. So yesterday, October the seventeenth, twenty twenty-three, marked the official date of Tony Stark's death, according to the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so so R.I.P. Rest in peace, Tony Stark. Um, in the climactic battle against Thanos, Thanos Stark, known as Iron Man, used the Infinity Stones to defeat the villain. Oh. And how much? Yeah, here's a here's a question. How much time does the MCU have left? <laughs> because it seems like they're they're jettisoning f- fans um, pretty quickly. Did you see what um, Kevin Feige said yesterday, Natch? No. Nope. He wants to reboot the universe. He wants to start again. Um, well, he doesn't. Not immediately. I think by by 2028. They're going to have a movie, Secret Wars, and it's going to lead to the rebooting, the reinvention of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So it'd be, we'd get a new Tony Stark, we'd get a new, I suppose, Captain America, and things would begin pretty much from scratch. They're not going to replace every single character, but a lot of those we know and love will be recast. Do you feel like there can be another Iron Man, aside from Tony, uh, aside from. What's his name robert downey jr mm. difficult um, right difficult yeah but the same happened to me with spider-man and yeah and i love the current Spider-Man. yeah yeah he's great right um what's his name tom, tom holland. holland yeah yeah i don't know i mean look it was some great casting but i always thought you know when um uh, when chadwick boseman passed away sadly eh, after his battle with cancer i thought well why the hell not just recast that character Surely, like, the movie economy in these kind of movies is about the characters and not the actors, right? And I wanted to... I was interested and invested in T'Challa, the Black Panther's story, and it seemed ridiculous to me that they wouldn't recast the, the character. I mean, I get it. It was a tragic death and, you know... But I think even if you'd have asked Chadwick Boseman, like, look, <laughs> you know, do you mind if we recast the character? I'm sure he would have said yes, you know? Especially given that it was such an important character to the, you know, to the to the, the black community that are fans of, of Marvel. I mean, it just seems, you know, seems a little weird. But whatever. So, yeah, um, yeah. look forward to a new MCU in by 2028, 2029. Jeez, I don't even want to think about how old I'll be by the time they reboot this thing. I'll be in my 50s, still wearing Rock Band and superhero t-shirts, I hope. What, Tony Stark um, died yesterday, but Iron Man is alive forever, says Bond to Iron Man. Yeah, true story. Yeah, um, well, who was it? It was Martin Scorsese, or uh, perhaps it was Quentin Tarantino that said, we're experiencing the death of the movie star and the birth of the famous character rather than the. And I'm kind of so used to the idea because I grew up with James Bond. That every few years, you know, someone else would take up the mantle of that character. For me, they don't need to reboot the universe. Just, you know, recast characters. doesn't matter. I don't think it matters to to many people who watch the films either. Um, Anyway, guys, on that note, we're going to head straight into an unpopular opinion. Unpopular opinion. Okay, my friends, unpopular opinion time. Here we go. Um, what is an unpopular opinion? It's a brain fat, un pedo cerebral, un pedo mental. I share it with you on my social media. You guys are pine there. But the real decision makers are the wonderful people who join me live, our live audience. Born to Ironman, Vero, Ronnie, The Bridge, um, Mr. Cruzando, Born to Ironman. I've probably said that twice. Min, <laughs> why not? There's a lot of you watching. Only a few of you participating. I'm, I'm watching you. So today's unpopular opinion is cities should prioritize pedestrians, peatones, pedestrians, and cyclists over cars. Los, uh, las ciudades deben priori- dar prioridad a peatones y ciclistas sobre los coches. Um, okay, so I, I asked people on, on Instagram, what do you think they said, Natch? Mm, true they did do you think by a little or by a lot by i don't know 60 percent, 93 percent true yeah surprising to me because i used to have this argument with my partner quite a lot because <laughs> i i honestly believe the city center of any place should be it should be a green area i don't think that you know most yeah i know i'm already triggering a bunch of people in the chat i know you hate me Um, But what you need to understand is that your tears are delicious (laughs) and your anger only makes me more powerful. Um, I think there should be green areas, man. Do you remember in the pandemic when if you live in a big city through the lockdown, like I remember going out, walking my dog, you know, and just being able to breathe without smelling the smog and, and impurities that hang like a cloud over Madrid? By the way, guys, if you're an international listener, yes, we produce the show from Madrid, Spain. Yeah. And this phenomena happened in cities all over the world. If you've ever flown into a big city, especially Madrid, my God, as you fly in, you can see this big orange dome over the city. Not so much in recent years, but certainly in the past. Um, And and this was certainly a phenomenon that happened through the pandemic when people weren't allowed to move around. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, the air is clear. I can breathe, he says as a smoker, but whatever. (laughs) Don't judge me. So here we go. Yeah. So the cities should prioritize um, pedestrians, peatones and cyclists, cyclistas. Okay, so I, again, I thoroughly tortured the elves. They gave me some pro and con arguments with regards to this topic. Let's get into those right now. So agreeing with the statement, like the 93% of people on Instagram, prioritizing non-motorized transportation helps reduce greenhouse gas emissions and air pollutants. Cars, particularly those running on fossil fuels, contribute significantly to air pollution and climate change. Um, encouraging walking and cycling promotes physical activity and, and, you know, Natch and, um, to be fair to you, sir, and myself formally, and as does, um, as does like electric scooters, you have to push them a little bit, (laughs) maybe not as much exercise as a bike or walking, but certainly more than traveling on a Metro, you know? So congratulations to you and formally me. (laughs) <laughs> Encouraging walking and cycling promotes physical activity, which can combat lifestyle diseases such as obesity, heart disease, etc. Additionally, reduced car usage um, minimizes pollution-related health issues. Yeah, like asthma and things like that. Come on. Um, next, urban mobility. In densely populated cities, cars can contribute to severe traffic congestion prioritizing pedestrians and cyclists can make transportation more efficient and accessible reducing overall city congestion and next pedestrian and cyclist friendly policies can lead to safer streets less noise pollution and higher quality of urban living spaces making cities more livable and enjoyable again i think most of the people who voted no are those people who see me all the time and say yeah They accuse me of either being like a a right-wing fascist or a left-wing fascist. (laughs) I mean, I'm not saying ban cars, right? I'm not saying ban cars. I'm not saying no cars in the city center, but perhaps maybe public transport, maybe taxes, maybe, you know. You know, maybe certain delivery vehicles. Maybe we should be forcing um, all public transport, all kind of delivery um, vehicles that businesses depend on, maybe we should be forcing those to be electric. You know? And maybe we should be prioritizing the idea that if we want to get from A to B, we can use the two appendages we have dangling from our butts. They're more commonly known as legs. Come on, guys. I don't drive. I don't drive, so I walk around everywhere. I take public transport everywhere, and guess what? It's probably, given the amount of frozen pizza I consume, (laughs) it's probably the only reason I'm not overweight. Okay, so let's continue. There were a few people who voted no, quite a few people. Um, Let's see what their opinions might have been. So here we go. Restructuring a city to accommodate more pedestrians and cyclists might require significant funding. This includes building bike lanes, widening sidewalks, and altering traffic patterns, which can be expensive. Yeah, but isn't that a good, I shouldn't editorialize through this, but I'm going to anyway. But isn't that a good investment? Like how many ridiculous things has your your city spent money on? I know in Madrid, like I think the number one hobby of city officials is digging up the roads. (laughs) Madrid will be beautiful when it's finished. They're just gonna, we're just going to dig up a hole here. What are you doing? I don't know. Yeah, no, we're just digging a hole. <laughs> Causing massive traffic jams. Come on. Come on. Next. Inconvenience for motorists. Oh, poor motorists. Here we go. Reducing road space for cars can inconvenience motorists, leading to potential increases in traffic congestion and commute times, especially in cities where public transportation is not robust. Surely, if public transportation is not robust, that's a problem that needs to be fixed? Hmm, I don't know. Okay, next, the economic impact. Limiting car traffic might affect local businesses, especially in areas where customers primarily travel by car. This could deter patrons and deliveries, possibly hurting the local economy. Are we going to pretend that people care about the local economy when, you know, most of us buy like our products from Amazon <laughs> or we go to supermarkets. Natch, when was the last time you went to a carnetheria? A lot of Carnetheria, by the way, is a butcher's. And the last time you went to um, a fruteria? Well, uh, mm, to a specific fruteria, Yeah. Not in the Auramas for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm, a lot. Yeah, 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 exactly. So now all of a sudden we care about the little guy. Come on. If anything, my friends, If anything, these supermarket chains that exist on the outskirts of the city that dotted around like Starbucks to make it uber convenient, if anything, those are the ones that will suffer. And maybe the local businesses in the city center will receive some kind of a boost to their economy. I don't know. Sorry, I'm editorializing again. Let's get into the final point. Where they, The dip point where they disagree, the con list. Here we go. In many places, especially larger cities or less dense areas, commuting by foot or bike isn't practical due to long distances or geographical challenges. This can also limit accessibility for those unable to walk or cycle. Again, elves. I'm not saying we're going to ban all cars. I'm just saying we're going to prioritize non-motorized transportation or maybe help or even prioritize electric and and electric motored by electricity or powered by electricity or powered by the steam of the human being you know why not why does that sound so bad why does that terrify people let's um, take a quick oh no we're not whoa guys you've made some amazing comments there in the chat so you know, that, that's my opinion. I honestly do believe this. I don't believe all the topics I do on the um, on the unpopular opinions. are not all mine, but this one is. Um, and I'm interested in your opinion, so I will post a poll in the chat. Should cities prioritize pedestrians and cyclists over cars? Peatones y ciclistas sobre los coches. I think so, but that's just my opinion, and no one cares about that. We care about yours, so you're going to tell me. Guys, so many things you could have been doing this morning. Instead of doing those things, you took the time to spend some time with me, and it means the world. See you soon. Hey, guys. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash professional bohemian. There you'll find vods of the episodes as they are recorded live, blogs, vlogs, and behind-the-scenes content. If you'd like to watch the show live, you can do so on twitch.tv forward slash professional bohemian. And you can participate in the polls we use in the show on Instagram at professional bohemian or Twitter at probo, P-R-O-B-O-H. Okay, on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. You're listening to the Probo Show live. It is currently 9 a.m. Central European Time, 3 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m our friends in the Philippines and Hong Kong. How are you doing out there, friends? If you've just tuned in, well, 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 what are you doing here so late? Come on. <laughs> uh, we we heard about um, the SEC making um, quite a bold claim that AI or the use of AI in the banking sector could possibly cause a financial crash within a decade. Eh, Yeah. Sounds to me like, what, AI is going to, what, like, unlike all the financial crashes you humans have caused. <laughs> yeah, congratulations. Yeah, no. This sounds to me like, you know, bankers and people in the um, uh, in the stock market sector just trying to kind of cause panic. Don't replace us. We start replacing the politicians and then we come for the bankers. Don't worry. <laughs> Um, then we looked at Netflix uh, planning to open brick and mortar locations loca- uh, or sitios físicos or locaciones físicas, I don't know I would say. but yeah um interesting move given that um, they are that fame started as kind of as a, an intangible brand, right? In fact, um, in, back in the day, we spoke about how uh, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix. And they didn't. Um, probably in part because they they weren't seen to have um, a physical kind of presence. Ooh, the, um, the voters finished. Interesting. Oh, my God. All right, we'll get into it in a second. Um, and then we looked at the fact that yesterday was the day, according to the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe timeline, Yesterday was the day that Tony Stark died. R.I.P. Tony Stark. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> um, and then we moved on to today's unpopular opinion. But before we get into that, just a quick reminder. To, to There will be no Probo show on the radio tomorrow. Uh-oh. How do you get your fix? One of two ways, my friends. You can either join me on twitch.tv Barra Professional Bohemian. Or that's tonight at 6 p.m. Or you can subscribe to the podcast on all good podcast directories and you can find the show there. You know, we're going to be recording it tonight. It will go live tomorrow. All right, my friends. Today's unpopular opinion is cities should prioritize pedestrians and cyclists over cars. Hmm. Um, Quite a decisive result from Instagram, but they are not the decision makers. The decision makers... Are, um, are the people the people who join me in the live audience, twitch.tv Bara professional bohemian. So here we go. Mr. Cruzando says, 100% completely true. Min says, I think in most of the cities, they should be equal. But in the city center, it should be full focus on pedestrians and cyclists. Uh, Vero says, true, but not all cities due to their layout have the possibility to accommodate cyclists and pedestrians. Um, what should be taken into account is public transport. Both trains and buses, at least here in Madrid, should have higher frequency in many places. Oh, God. Such an, another painful trip on the metro, Natch. It is as hot as the surface of the sun in that thing. And I've just you've just got your face jammed into some big man's cleavage. <laughs> it's it was just so busy. Line ten is the worst. It's just the worst. Oh, anyway, let's continue. Uh, Rob, um, too much digging causes potholes. True story, causing me to break six ribs on my electric scooter. <laughs> okay, Eugene has a good point here. We're gonna give him. Um, we're gonna give him a Pro Bowl proved in a second. Let me get to it. He he says Eugene joins us from Russia. We've got um, an international cast today. We've got. Min um, from uh, the Netherlands, we've got people from the States, England, I believe, Spain, Russia. So Eugene is in listening to us from Russia. He says, it depends on the weather. In my city, it's very cold and there is a lot of snow. It's not very convenient for cycling. Now that is something I hadn't considered. It's true. Like how, um, how are people going to move around if the weather isn't um, permitting you to cycle? or even walk. I know in England when I was a kid where I'm from in the north of England the city streets are so icy it's actually dangerous just to walk down the street. A lot of broken bones friends. how do we how do we solve that? perhaps better public transport? I mean at the end of the day you park your car you have to walk from your car to your office either way right? Um, and th- and the fact that some cities aren't capable... Uh, they don't have the the infrastructure to to build bike lanes. Look, if there are city streets, I think there's enough room for bike lanes. In Nice, I was in Nice recently, in Nice, there are ha- literally half the street is a cycle lane and half the street is for cars. You know? I don't know. It just makes a lot of sense to me. Let's continue anyway. Rodney says, prioritizing cycling would help a lot for health. I agree wholeheartedly. Um, Rob, I'm 100% with you on this one, says The Bridge. Um, Hey, Bridge, says Min. Everyone's saying hello to each other. A lot of love in the audience today. Maybe it's more difficult in Russia, but in the Netherlands, we clean cycle paths the same way as the main street when it comes to snow. True story. You can salt the street, right? Okay. Um, Let's get into some messages I received on Instagram. Uh, Tina first-time writer to the show. She says, absolutely, cities need to change their game. Prioritizing pedestrians and cyclists reduces our carbon footprint. Yeah, okay. Um, Luis, Luis, or Luis, I don't know if you're English or Spanish, says, the shift um, is not only beneficial, but essential. Modern cities thrive through smart design and prioritizing pedestrians and cyclists um, creates more accessible, space-efficient, space, space efficient and environmentally resilient urban areas. My God. Luis, you're way too intelligent to be listening to this show. <laughs> um, finally, let's see. Derek here says, I get where people are coming from, but you've got to consider workers like me. Um, what about those who rely on driving for their bread and butter? Um, there's got to be a balance or else it's just fixing one thing and breaking another. Again, um, I assume, Derek, you are a, a, maybe a taxi driver or a delivery driver um, working for, you know, maybe um, one of these apps or something. I don't know. But look, I'm not saying ban cars. I'm just saying prioritize the other modes of transportation, particularly in a big city. I mean, God, I don't know what parking's like in your Barrio Natch. But it's just like a nest of cars out there in my barrier. And all you hear is people complaining about how little parking there is. Where do you park? I'm like, in my house. That's where my Patanetti lives. (laughs) It lives in my living room. That's where I park. You know, and do I I suffer um, getting around? No. You know, I walk, I take public transport. The money I save from not having to pay insurance, petrol, parking, I can move anywhere in the city and on those occasions where I need to take my dogs to the vet or I need to get, I get a taxi, you know, and I'm still spending less money than having a car. And that's a fact, friends. You know, that's a fact. I mean, it's sad to say, but I mean, a lot of us, we, 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 we kind of relate having a car to freedom. And I don't, I think that in many cases, at least in Europe, I understand the States is different. Things are much more spread apart, but at least in Europe. Quite often, that um, famous phrase, "the things you own on you," um, you know, I think that applies uh, quite often to our cars. And let's continue anyway. Some people in the chat: in winter here, it's often twenty degrees below zero. Jeez, Louise! Oh, that's um, that's that's intense. Vero says, "I think here in Madrid, works will continue until they find the treasure." ha! <laughs> Probo approved for Vero, please. Probo approved. <laughs> Oh, it all started with Alberto Ruiz-Gayardon. Um, good morning, Nuria Tam, joining us as well in the chat. So what did you guys say? So 93% of people um, on Instagram said true. But in our chat, it was a different story. Hmm. Which is weird because I'm only seeing people say, I agree, I agree, I agree. So I made the statement... I made the statement cities should prioritize pedestrians and cyclists over cars. And you guys said 50-50. <laughs> a 50-50 split. My God. My God. So, yeah, um, an interesting topic. And I think probably a 50-50 split is quite, uh, yeah, no, it's rational to think that. Again, I hear a lot of fear when I do a lot of these, um, when I do a lot of these unpopular opinions, even when I don't particularly believe in what I'm arguing for. But as I said before, especially here in Europe, where cities tend to be more compact and we've got easy foot access to pretty much anything we need, and where we don't, we can get a bike. Like the idea, we are slowly shifting as a society, and I know a lot of you are gonna disagree with this, away from the idea of ownership. For example, I have a driving license. I can walk down the street right now, get one of these ride share cars, you know, where you pay via an app and you drive it where you need to, you park it in one of their authorized parking spaces, done. You know, or I can rent a bicycle or I can rent um, a, a scooter. Our idea of ownership is slowly shifting. If you don't believe that, you know, um, cancel your Netflix Cancel your Spotify, your YouTube premium subscriptions, because, you know, maybe go out and buy DVDs. No, you don't need to have physical media. Our idea of ownership is changing. We don't need to own the things that we use, right? And the more that shifts, the less need there will be, or I think the less um, compulsion there'll be to necessarily want to own a mode of transportation. I think that's outdated and eventually will will be seen as an archaic mindset. But one thing we can't deny, friends, is the air quality in most of our cities is trash. And if the coronavirus pandemic, the lockdowns, worldwide lockdowns, taught us anything, is that we are breathing in a lot of garbage and when we just take a moment to stop It seems like our cities become cleaner and more healthier environments to be in. How can we facilitate that more in our day-to-day lives without um, a virus that kills millions of people having to be involved? How do we evolve as people to facilitate a cleaner city? I think one of the ways we probably could do that is not ban cars, no way, no way, but certainly maybe prioritizing cyclists and pedestrians over cars might be a significant step forward. And on that note, friends, we're going to go to today's 100 humans. Oh my God, friends, it was a long walk to work today across snow-capped mountains and through river valleys. And on that walk, I encountered 100 humans and I asked them all a question. Today's question was, Name a place where you're asked to turn off your cell phone or your mobile phone. El móvil. Vamos. I asked them that question. They gave me their answers. I am in possession of the top seven answers right here. Your job in the audience is to identify those top seven answers. Nombra un lugar donde te pidan que apagues el móvil. Apagues. Am I pronouncing that right, Nach? Yeah? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right, um, Nouria Tam says it's very, it's very expensive to main a c- maintain a car. True story. I spend less money taking public transport, and on those rare occasions I need to take something somewhere, get a taxi. I spend way less money doing that, for sure. All right, Natch. As always, um, we go to the oracle first. Name a place you're asked to turn off your cell phone. Hospital. A hospital, says Natch. A hospital. Nouriatam agrees. Nouriatam agrees. Is Hospital there? Unsurprisingly, yes, it is, Natch. Well done. Well done, Natch. Well done, Tam. With 43 of the 100 humans saying Hospital, it's the number one answer. Well done. (laughs) All right, let's get into the rest of the chat. Eugene says, a library a library is a library there hmm yes it is well done (laughs) a library is there um with six of a hundred humans it is the number six answer the sixth most popular answer well done eugene just mark that one off all right there you go library um well done uh, b- not biblioteca right is it yeah biblioteca what's a bookshop libreria okay be careful if you're a spanish listener that's a false friend <laughs> killing it today all right let's see a church there's a bridge a church is a church there iglesia yes it is well done Twelve of a hundred humans said that one, um, and it's in third place. Woo! You guys are doing really well today. Born to Iron Man also said during a mass, which would be held, we suppose, in a church. All right. Um, uh, the bridge also said library. Well done. Um, a theatre, says Eugene. And Vero says cinema, theatre as well, movie theatre, theatre. Hmm. Is it there? Yes, it is. Well done. You know, if you meant a theatre for theatrical performances, direct or live, you know, the old school movie theatre, right? El I'll accept it. So movie theatre is there with 16 of 100 humans. It's the number two answer. Well done. All right, let's continue. An airplane. Ronnie, out of nowhere, he says an airplane. Is an airplane there? Yes, it is. Well done. (laughs) My God, you guys ate a good breakfast this morning. What's going on? Not a single wrong answer. Airplane, avion, it's there. Ten of a hundred humans said that one. Okay. Now it gets a little difficult. I have answers like operating theater, um, a classical music place, at work in meetings... In a concert None of those are there None of those <coughs> Okay But someone said at work there Nurya said At work I believe Was it Nurya No no Born to Iron Man said at work Not at work Think maybe like In my case 20 years younger <laughs> It's an obligation You have to go there every day And they probably would ask you To turn off your phone full of rules these places where am i talking about natch what do you think i don't know oh, well, um, all, right, all right Let me give you more clues more clues pistas. Plateau. TV plateau. <laughs> no 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 tv well yes but it's not there <laughs> um this is a place where young people got to um uh, to increase their their well supposedly increase their knowledge You know, you're supposed to be paying attention when these young people are there. Instead of playing snake. I don't know what young kids do nowadays, Natch. (laughs) Playing snake, I assume. Using it as a calculator. I don't know. Okay, um, class says Nuryatam. The bridge says college. I'll accept those answers. It's school. Well done. (laughs) Natch knew that one. He was nodding. I knew. I could see. I could see. Okay, final Final answer, the number seven answer. Um, This is a play, if you do something wrong, you have to go to this place. And they decide, or if you're accused of doing something, you go to this place and they decide whether you're guilty, not guilty. Where am I talking about, Natch? A court? A court. Um, uh, Vero says a court too. Is it there though? Yes, it is. Well done. Um, Yeah, you're told to turn off your phone if you are in court. Well done. All right. Yeah, some dodgy 100 humans today. Four of them. (laughs) All right. So let's go through the list. In position number seven. When I asked 100 humans to name somewhere, you're asked to turn off your cell phone. Yeah, four of them said court. Tribunal, would you say? Tribunal? Yeah, thank you. Okay, in position number... Six! With six of a hundred humans, it was biblioteca, library. Library. In position number... Five! Again, with six of a hundred humans, was school, escuela. In position number... Four! Was an airplane, un avión. Ten of a hundred humans said that one. In position number... Three! Was church, iglesia. Iglesia in Spanish. In position number... Two! Was a movie theatre, the cinema, Elfine. And finally, in position number. What? Was hospital. Well done, you guys. Well done, Natch. Jail, says Nuryatan. Hee <laughs> Don't got a car, just goes directly to jail, like in Monopoly. <laughs> All right, let's go to today's Complete the News. Complete the News. All right, friends, you know what this is. It's complete the news time. For all of those of you who are watching but not joining us in the chat, perhaps you're too nervous to express your opinion. I understand that. But friends, this is your moment. Because all you have to write is A, B, or C. So I'm going to give you a news headline, un titular. But I'm going to leave out some important information. Then I will give you three options. Your job using those options is to complete the news. All right, here we go. A German couple gets married at McDonald's because they wanted blank. (laughs) That's a good one. A German couple get married at McDonald's because they wanted blank. This piece of news coming from themessenger.com. All right. But what did they want? Was it a... (laughs) <laughs> the ultimate United States wedding? <laughs> Was it B to save the money for the honeymoon? Or C, they wanted Big Macs at the reception? Okay. Oof. So, a German couple, una, una pareja alemana, se casa en un McDonald's porque querían, or quieran, oh no, querían. Sorry, my bad. All right. It's auto-correction, Nach. Not saying never laugh. I'm just saying, you know, I'm on a good run. <laughs> um, so, a German couple gets married at McDonald's because they wanted a the ultimate United States wedding, the ultimate la definitiva, la boda definitiva de los Estados Unidos. I guess I don't know. Was it B to save money for the honeymoon? Ahorar or, dinero para la luna del miel, or de miel, pardon, or C because they wanted Big Macs at the reception. Uh, do you call it the reception in Spanish, La, la Recepción? Uh, for a wedding. Yeah, I the so, the yes. party after. All right. Mm, yes. All right, let's see. What do you think, Nach? Where are you leaning today? A. Hey. You're leaning A. Uh, they wanted the ultimate United States wedding. I'm not going to say racist, but, you know, kind of racist. <laughs> um, let's see what the chat is saying. One, two, three. Ah, el, okay. Vero Núritan convite. Can we get a a, a Nivelato for these guys? Kill it. Thank you for um, contributing to my Spanish lexicon. I appreciate it. Seems like the chat is leaning towards C. I see a few A's, B's, but mainly C's in the chat. They wanted Big Macs at the reception. All right. Let's see. Let's see. All right. So a German couple gets married at McDonald's because they wanted... The answer was A. (laughs) Oh, dear. Because they wanted the ultimate United States wedding. Is that not a little bit racist? (laughs) Oh, Germany. (laughs) Okay, but this is a true story. A German couple uh, couple celebrated their love for McDonald's. (laughs) and travel by getting married at a McDonald's in an outlet in a small town in Michigan. Uh, The Munich-based couple, um, uh, self-proclaimed mega-fans of the fast food chain, enjoyed a meal of cheeseburgers, fries, McNuggets and Cokes with their 23 guests, all in wedding attire. The event even featured the McDonald's mascot, Grimace. Oh my God. (laughs) Ha ha! That's horrific, man. So there you go. Yeah, a German couple. Would you get married? Where did you get married, Natch? I assume it was like a church. and Uh, A church and then a hotel. Yeah. Like I'm, you know, I have no immediate plans to get married. But I I imagine it'll be quite a solemn, quick affair. Like somewhere where you have to just go sign something. (laughs) You invite like two people. Those are the kind of weddings I like. But I mean, I've got to admit, I'm a little sold on the whole McDonald's thing. Okay, you slip an onion ring on their finger. It sounds like the way forward. What, says Vero? It takes all sorts. They are German after all, Rob, says says the bridge. Um, all right, friends. Well, there you go. That's, um, that's us wrapping up today's show. We have covered so much from, you know, what could be some fear-mongering by the SEC declaring that there might be a financial crash due to the reliance of on AI by the financial sector. We looked at Netflix um, going to open brick and mortar physical locations in the future, coming to a city near you in 2025. And that, you know, yesterday was the sad anniversary of Tony Stark. How is that a new story? I have no idea. That fictional character died. <laughs> but there you go. It is. Guys, what a show. Thank you so much for contributing to what is the best part of my day every single day again don't forget tonight at 6 p.m we've got a very special probo show after dark for you so don't miss it uh, twitch.tv barra professional bohemian bohemio professional per in ingles. friends so many things you could have been doing today but instead of doing those things you took the time to spend some time with me and natch and it means the world i'll see you guys later